0: Hello and welcome to the Be Inspired to Be Inspiring Stories podcast. Now in series three, I am delighted to partner with the Ulster University who are sponsoring this series. In this series, I will be chatting to three inspiring local graduates who will share their journeys since leaving Ulster University. These graduates are making an impact right across the globe. I have no doubt that you will enjoy their stories. Hello and welcome to the Be Inspired to Be podcast. Um, I'm absolutely delighted to be joined by Becca Hume. And Becca is the founder of TAP SOS and I really am so excited to hear all about her entrepreneurial journey. She considers herself to be a compassionate entrepreneur and she graduated from Ulster University in 2015. She is a multi award winning founder with a passion for female representation in the tech sector, and I really am so excited to hear all about Becca's inspiring story so far. So, Becca, you're very welcome.
1: Thanks so much for having
0: me. You're most welcome. So, tell me about the journey which led you to becoming the founder of Top SOS and how it has benefited so many.
1: Yeah, sure. Well, it all starts back when I was sixteen. Uh, my parents. Had said to me, go off and support yourself, get a part-time job um, through school and university. So I worked in Marks and & Spencer's and at the time it was a new store, new staff. And my first week a manager asked me um, to work on frozen food. So okay. I was given a list to go off and pull to then put it on, onto the shelves. And I was asked by a manager, um, you know, go out and find Nigel, he'll help okay, who's Nigel? Um I was instructed that he would be wearing a high fizz vest, out in operations, go and ask him. So off I went, spotted the first guy wearing a high fizz. He was standing at a big industrial lift with his back towards me. I was explaining all the different things I needed on this list and I didn't get a response. And the closer I walked to him, um, continuing to repeat myself and just going, Oh Nigel, um, I got close to him and gave him a little bit of a nudge just on the elbow. And he jumped around and just indicated that he was deaf. He signed. Okay. And in that moment, um, that was my first experience of this communication barrier. For, he used sign language and I wasn't aware of that language. Okay. Um, and in that moment, I just really felt it was on me to be able to communicate with him. And because I didn't know sign language, well there was the issue. So in that moment we stood writing back and forth on a bit of cardboard and that was how we communicated um, at work and for me it really was about how can I make the work environment more pleasant for him and for myself. Um, I noticed around the workplace people would have you know done a lot of gestures with Nigel um, maybe a lot of football banter where it was like one zero and a lot of you know hands in the air, but there was nothing really deep and meaningful. Okay. Um, so I went and explored how I could learn sign language. Found courses in college in the evenings. Joined those. Absolutely loved the language. Um, really enjoyed working through the different levels. But it's like any language, you know, if you don't use it, it's very difficult um, to keep on top of it. Yeah. Um, things very quickly go out of your mind. So I was encouraged to getting involved with the deaf community and as I did that, it was just, you know, the interest grew and grew. So I studied sign language in the evenings for about eight years and just worked through the different levels. Um, and the reason how this all fits into my, my business journey yeah. was because that was kind of the moment that sparked this realisation that there are so many um, communication difficulties um, between different products and services for the deaf and hard of hearing community. And I just saw a real opportunity. And at the same time then, so once I left school, I went into Ulster University and studied design. And that was really the moment I thought, (coughs) because I could pull these two passions of mine together. Um, You know, I went back after an undergraduate degree um, and did a master's in multidisciplinary design. So I was able to use that space to really tease out, you know, how can I use this experience with the deaf and hard of hearing community and my design background to enhance and create products that serve this community.
0: Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. An innovator.
1: It really did come from seeing a need. Mm-hmm. There was no real um, business drive to begin with. You know, b- been in school and kind of gone to university, I never thought I'd have my own business. But, you know, this um, experience really did ignite that kind of thought. Um, and what's really grown to this passion about more inclusion and access. So Tap SOS is formed. Um, Tap SOS is a smartphone app that allows the public to interact with nine non-verbally. And again, it really started looking at how deaf and hard of hearing would communicate with 999 in okay. an emergency. You know, if you can't telephone, what do you do? Um, and as I did a bit of research, um, you know, I found out the different options that you may have. And You can telephone, which we all know, and there's a text service, but I just saw, you know, we're in the 21st century. Tech is all around us. Mm-hmm. How can we use technology just to enhance this communication with emergency services in times of great
0: trouble? Amazing. Mm-hmm. Really is. Um, just so inspiring. Becca, you know um, that it, it really came to fruition at the tender age of 16 mm-hmm. and how that passion has sort of stayed with you. And now you've um, innovated this amazing solution Um Thank you. For so many people. So, you know, you've won several awards um, for your your app. Um, so tell me all about them and how does your innovation being recognised on a global scale, how does that make you feel, Becca?
1: You know, it's been some journey. Um, and from the very beginning, we've been fortunate to be recognised for multiple awards, you know, from idea stage even, before the product was launched on the app stores, it was getting recognition. I think we've had Nine awards to date. Wow. Um, and six finalists. So been so close. Um, a few favorites. One back in twenty seventeen was winning the Virgin Film, um, and the prize was to meet Richard Branson for wow. brunch in London. Just get an opportunity to meet with him and have conversation, um, sharing a lot of stories, um, was just brilliant. Um, part of that. We were kind of encouraged to bring him something so that he would remember you. Um, If you had a product, maybe some people had um, businesses where it was fashion or food, so they would be able to bring product. I thought, oh my goodness, what am I going to give him? I have an app, and it's not even launched yet. I can't even (laughs) give him anything. Okay. So um, I tried to think a little bit differently. Um, I did a bit of uh, online research into Richard Brunson, and every photo that I was seeing, and he always kind of referred to having a cup of tea, and I thought his obsession with tea um, and it turns out that he really loves uh, a good English brew and he said like all business meetings happen over a cup of tea I have family time me and my wife sit down and relax over a cup of tea and this kept on coming up in his blogs and different uh, interviews he had um and this stood out to me and I thought well could I bring him I something to do with tea <laughs> really random? but some northern Irish tea back <laughs> I know exactly what we love a good brew here too yep Um and so again, bit of online research, found Suki Tea locally and yep. thought, here's an opportunity that I could bring another local brand over, get it in front of Richard Branson. And it's a bit different and hopefully memorable. So when I met um, the guys up at Suki Tea, we spent half a day brewing a Branson brew. Wow. We <laughs> pulled a few different leaves together because I, I know, um, well, I didn't know at this point, but I learned that English uh, leaves come from africa and it's not very sustainable so suki yeah. tea are all about um environmental um, and sustainability so they suggested we use indian leaf um and so the richard Bronson brew was born that day and we packed it up nicely got a lovely little um logo designed up and brought that so the whole experience was just a fun one um and again you know whenever there. are award opportunities come around this one was a, a pitch and I thought oh, maybe I'll bother you know oh, I have to present something in front of a stage and yeah. it's a lot of effort and it's uncomfortable at times but I went for it and ended up winning that and that experience was just brilliant um, and how did, the tea go, how did the tea go down? oh he loved it <laughs> he loved it he <laughs> gave it a wee tweet as well <laughs> did he? <laughs> he did oh, he amazing <laughs> I'm sure Zuki Tea were very happy with that too I know I think look, it was just a great opportunity for yeah. everybody um, two other awards that have happened in the last year um have really helped, you know, drive the business a bit more um and create more traction traction, and it's just all about um sharing the story. Um, back in November last year, we were shortlisted for an international award over in Madrid. Uh, again, one of those feelings of <gasps> should I go? You know, it's a lot of effort to <laughs> to kind of go okay. the travel arrangements and yeah. um just. In that environment where there are massive players and just feeling a little bit out of place, um, we were shortlisted with um, Motorola, Supera, and NEC, three massive um, emergency service companies that are globally known. Yeah, and tap SOS, <laughs> uh, but we went. Um, we just feel it's always good to be seen, be present, and be in the room, uh, and we ended up winning that. And just from that particular award, you know, there's been so many. Um, follow-on opportunities, um, people reaching out and just wanting to hear more about what we're doing. Um, and the other award that I'll mention um, was in March this year, um, and that was part of the Home Office Security um, Innovation Award, and we won it. And again, massive players in the room, people who um, are companies that have been around for years and years, and then ourselves, a small little start-up company from Northern Ireland, Um and that award was presented to us by Pretty Patel in front of a room of hundreds. Um, and again, people who have been in the industry for a long time. Um, and it was just great being there and being recognised for what we're doing and the difference we're trying to bring. Yeah,
0: you should be so, so proud, Becca. It's just phenomenal. Um, as you say, a startup tech company based in Northern Ireland um, from an idea that really was born at the tender age of 16, <laughs> Honestly, to win nine awards, to have met and be in the room full of, as you say, global players. Honestly, Becca, you know, I really hope and I have no doubt that you're so proud. Um,
1: I do have to pinch myself sometimes. And it's just really about the journey that's been on. And I think we had a little quick conversation before going live on the podcast just about how, you know, from being in a school situation um into like this real world and a career path. It's never a straight road. You kind of always weave um in and out of different things and you just never know
0: where you're gonna go next. Like these opportunities I would never have dreamt of but here we are. Yeah, and it's it's through your innovation and, and your passion um and your thought and your idea and your action mm. to make it real that that is has you know, offered those opportunities Becca so yeah. um, so so proud um, even just to listen to, to the phenomenal story and I know that it's still um, quite early in the journey Becca so I really look forward to seeing where, where the path leads you to um, another passion is really around change and inclusion so talk to me about that
1: Yeah I mean I suppose it does all stem from that initial encounter with Nigel um, which <coughs> led to me discovering more about the deaf community and it was all about the influence they had on me. Um, and then that opportunity on my master's, thinking more widely in terms of usability. I absolutely love observing people. You know, I could sit in a coffee shop all day and just watch. People, people watch. The window. Yeah, people <laughs> Um I just love to kind of see how people interact and behave and wonder, is there an opportunity for a change? Um, and I think I've always been mindful of people being on the outside. Um, and... I really love this whole idea of inclusion and in terms of kind of products and you know inclusion I really have felt uncomfortable over the years seeing products that are specifically maybe for disabled and it's a big blue badge and it's very segregated and I'm wondering definitely there's an opportunity to bring things more in one place a central point where it's just more functional for more people you think of like architecture and ramps and access to buildings and you know we're, we're getting there and things are starting to be a lot more inclusive. But um, when you look back over the years in design world, um, it's definitely kind of had its progression. Um, one of the things for the deaf community that you don't often think think about, but imagine being in a city block and you're entering like a building where there's no apartments and there's a buzzer. And for anyone hearing, you press the buzzer and you run to the door and you listen for the click. And you've got like a few seconds to open the door and get in before yeah. it locks again. You know, if you're deaf, you don't get that um, experience of hearing that click or knowing when the buzzer's been pressed. And there's just so many things that could be enhanced in a functional
0: way for better inclusion for all. So I think there's maybe a few more design ideas, maybe. a lot. A lot (laughs) put in the bank there. Not a few, a lot. (laughs) Fantastic. And and that's taken in all of your design um, background as well um, to make that really important difference. Um, which is is so wonderful So Becca, um, along the journey I've no doubt that lots of people have inspired you um, to become this fantastic entrepreneur that you are Um, So tell me about who has been your biggest source of inspiration along the journey so far and why?
1: Yeah, So for me it really has been my parents Uh, My mum and dad have been so supportive along every step When I was in school I found it really difficult Um, Education really wasn't for me at the time um, I'm severely dyslexic and through school and through exams even through university I've always found it a challenge and just having their support and um, belief in me, they always just encourage me just to, to be yourself, you know it doesn't matter what you end up doing we just have your back um, and be the best that you can be and I think that flexibility and not having the pressure of really performance or an expectation of oh you'll be a lawyer or a doctor or this and that kind of just allowed me for myself to think well just be what you want to be, you know, let's not have this pressure, um, so, yeah, they've been my biggest influence, um, and inspiration, um, more in, like, an internal way, and I suppose, like, for me, I don't really have anybody in terms of, like, famous or in the media that I would look up to and really be inspired by, but, um, you know, I just really get a buzz whenever I see individuals, you know, reach, um, milestones or, Overcome a challenge or you know do something that's quite different. Um, one of the ladies that I have followed on Instagram during the summer there was a lady called Karen Wicks. Um, her Instagram is like she can do, and this lady uh, rode across the Atlantic from Ireland to Barbados in eighty days, and she just did it solo. And um, she was sponsored, so she was able to kind of document a lot of the journey on the way. But it was incredible seeing a lady just, you know, take on a really massive challenge and s- succeed, and it's things like that just kind of motiv- motivate me on and think, I just really can try and do anything?
0: Yeah, mm. go for it. Absolutely, mm. go for it. Fantastic, she can do. I'll have to look that up. That's fantastic. Um, and you know, you have created this amazing um app, um, which obviously has a huge um problem solving, um concept behind it and I, I, have, I have good feeling now from talking to you that there's lots of other innovative ideas in in the works um for any listeners who perhaps have had an idea or thinking um you know about creating something um I suppose in the innovation and the tech space what advice would you give them Becca um
1: there's a lot <laughs> I think you know starting off You've really no idea of the time it'll take. I've been on this journey now seven years, and I suppose if somebody was tell me that way back at the start, I might have gone, oh, goodness. Yeah, I expect things to be a bit quicker. Um, but something I would, you know, recommend for people starting off is try and validate th- the idea early, you know, test it out. Um, a big thing for me has been getting involved with, like, business networks and being part of accelerator programs where... You can really learn from like-minded people and learn quick. Um, and I've really benefited from growing my network just so that you have a pool of people that have so many different skills and expertise that you might not have. Um, and you can really tap into that quite quickly and easily. So I think, you know, share that idea with them, share it with people you trust, but also people who maybe you don't know, so that you get real honest feedback. Um, whether it's a good idea or not. Um, and there's definitely ways. <coughs> Excuse me, off like cheaply and quickly testing ideas now, and I think that's something that should be considered very early on.
0: Okay, and you know we do have a lot of support in mm-hmm. Northern Ireland. We do have a lot of, um, accelerator programs and um innovation support. Um, I suppose has there been any particular one that you would be recommending, um, that was has been advantageous for you?
1: Goodness, there are so many locally in Northern Ireland, which is brilliant. Um, we have Catalyst. They have a lot of different. Startup programmes um, and even competitions that bring you right through from, you know, having the idea to presenting and pitching at maybe an awards night, and that's Invent. Um, I'd really recommend them. Um, the one that I've been around the longest has been the Ulster Bank Accelerator programme. They've very kindly had me for many years um, be part of the programme and dip in and out as and when I've needed over um, the last five years. And I'm there at the minute um, using their hub inside the bank, which is fantastic whenever... You really do have to bootstrap whenever you're a startup, really consider the cost and the overheads, just so that you can grab the opportunity to be innovative in all the research um, and development. So anything that you can get that is available um, to help you along the journey is just greatly welcomed.
0: Yeah, and I think it's just reaching out, isn't it? And building those networks, as you rightly say, and building those relationships and knowing that you're not alone. Yeah, and
1: it's been Twitter that I've been able to just kind of follow different groups um, and find all this information about, you know, open calls for funding or new opportunities for business accelerators. I think Twitter is a brilliant place for business just to grow that network and to learn who's who. Good advice, good advice, Becca.
0: So, Becca... um, Seven years in the making um, in terms of your company journey so far. Nine awards under your belt, just phenomenal. So what are the future ambitions for your company and indeed yourself?
1: Yeah, you know, we've talked a lot about TAP SOS already this morning and that definitely was the starting point already over the past year and a half. We've got multiple products and services, um, a few on the go and a few more of those ideas and because of that, we have recently just restructured. So we're working under the name Inglutech, which is uh, a combination <coughs> of inclusive technologies. And really that allows us to expand the business um, and look to more opportunities and even export opportunities. With Inglutech, we can then um, branch out our top best west product and we're working on two others. Um, for me, you know, what do I see myself? doing in the future is really just more of this, staying within the business and growing it. Um, it's all about what impact we can make to the community and how we can transform different services and products. Um, I'm really excited for the future. Some people do ask me and usually it's maybe investors <coughs> or business people, you know, what's your exit when you want to leave it and move on to something We're else. When you're going to sell. Yes. <laughs> and I suppose uh, with having the overarching company, we may have the opportunity to do that with multiple products yeah um but i definitely see this as a a long-term plan and journey for me particularly um there's just so many opportunities to improve services and and we want to be doing that
0: sounds like a real passion project to be fair
1: absolutely definitely it's something that gets me out of bed in the morning Mm. um and yeah my reason and why your purpose Love it.
0: And so, Becca, um, I suppose that you reflect back on your, your on your journey. Um, what's the best piece of advice you would now give to your younger self?
1: It would definitely be have more fun. <coughs> Through school, um, I was pretty serious, quite shy. Um, and am just so focused on the studies and the serious side of life. Um, I would just definitely throw in a lot more fun. Um, and something I learned from my university tutor is... You Know, say yes to every opportunity, and I think I would have to do that earlier on as well. Um, a lot of can happen, um, mm. and my bit of advice would just carry a big shovel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How big's your handbag? <laughs> <laughs> trailer for that one. <laughs> oh, very good, very good. And I suppose, you know, fast forward your 90 year old self, mm. what would you tell her?
1: Oh, well. But maybe congratulate her for sticking it through. Um, A lot of this journey has um, been difficult. And I think, you know, we get people who don't necessarily believe in what you're maybe doing or think you can't achieve it. And I know I will because I'm quite determined. um, And the more I hear no, the more it motivates me just to prove systems and people wrong. So I think I'll just congratulate my 90-year-old self.
0: So yeah, really excited, Becca, to follow your journey. Um I've no doubt that you'll be congratulating your ninety year old self um with lots and lots of awards still to come, lots of proud moments. Um it's been an absolutely delight uh, to talk to you today and to hear your your story and your determination and your motivation and indeed your passion and your purpose. Um for any listeners who perhaps would like to get in touch with you, Becca to maybe find out more about Tap SOS um, or indeed some of your, your newer products that's going to be coming um, in due course, What, how, how best can they um, contact you?
1: We're absolutely everywhere. So if social media is your thing, mm-hmm. you can find Tap SOS on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Um, they can reach out, me, reach out to me personally on LinkedIn or Twitter. Um, I'm Fire very responsive. And I really do, you know, it's meant a lot to me whenever people have supported me in my journey and I'm happy to return the favour
0: fantastic Becca a true inspiration a wonderful inspiring story thank you so much for being my guest um, and for sharing your insights today
1: thanks very much to you as well Linda appreciate the support
0: thank you thank you for listening to this episode of the Be Inspired to Be Inspiring Stories podcast in collaboration with Ulster University if you are a University of Ulster graduate who's lost touch they'd really love to hear from you And you can be part of the global Ulster University alumni network and join over 220,000 graduates from right across the globe, building and strengthening connections. They offer a host of benefits and services. So please do check out and sign up today at ulster.ac.uk forward slash alumni. Thank you for listening. Please feel free to follow me on at Be Inspired To Be across all of the usual social platforms or indeed visit my website www.beinspiredtobe.com